and to uh, authors on the air. This is a special BoucherCon edition. I am honored to have with me today living legend Sarah Paretsky. Hello, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pam. Good to be here. Always good to talk to you. Thank you. It's lovely to see you, and I'm excited to see you again at BoucherCon in San Diego. I think the last time we saw each other was at BoucherCon in St. Pete, maybe. So uh, how are you? You know, all things considered, not not too bad. I've stayed away from the BoucherCon for a few years because of the pandemic. So this sure. is getting my feet back in the water for the first time in a while. Um, are you excited? Are you looking forward to going to San Diego? I I am, of course. I'm looking forward. Uh, I hope I'll have time to go out on one of those cruises and see sea lions in the harbor, but we'll see how that plays out. Well, I hope you have a chance to. Um, uh, the network that I'm in, we have a media room, so I'm going to find you and drag you to our media room one day so that we can introduce the great Sarah Paretsky to everybody once again. Um, I want to I congratulate you um, as the recipient of the 2023 David Thompson Special Service Award for Extraordinary Efforts to Develop and Promote Crime Fiction. Um, Obviously, it's obvious to me that you should be the recipient. Um, you created Sisters in Crime in 1986, I believe. Um, in 87, Ms. Magazine named you the Women of the Year. Um, you've had further accolades from British crime writers. Um, you got the Cartier Diamond, Diamond Dagger for Lifetime Achievement, the Blacklist one for Gold Dagger and British Crime, and so on and so on and so on. The thing I like most, um, and I want to brag about you, Sarah, is that you also have um, a foundation that uh, that helps build STEM and arts programs for young people. And I think in this day and age, education is paramount to everything. It is the it is the thing that solves all the problems. Do you not agree? I think education is huge. And in today's political environment, getting people, young people, access to reliable information is absolutely crucial. Yes, it is. Um, I Would you please talk a little bit about what it means to be given another award, particularly after David Thompson, who is a beloved bookseller. Um, how, were you surprised when you were notified? I was absolutely flabbergasted. And, um, you know, an award like this, it's so much more moving than, you know, getting a, and it's wonderful to have your a book recognized, as you say, with a, a diamond, da a gold dagger, but, um, David was an extraordinary person. I didn't know him well, sadly, but his relationship to the mystery world, the work that he did and the challenges in his own life that I understand he overcame to be the person that he was, uh, makes him a model in a lot of ways. And um, I never expected to win this award. I was um, surprised and really moved when they told me. You haven't been going to conferences. Obviously, the pandemic kept a lot of us away. Um, are you looking forward to going back to BoucherCon? You know, I got today, I got my invitation to the Private Eye Writers Banquet, and I thought, oh, yeah, I have missed that banquet. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing oh, S.J. Roseanne is kind of the big person in PWA, and 
the small person who shoots big baskets and does big stuff all over the place. So it's just going to be fun to, to reconnect with all those friends. I love, I love her. <laughs> she was a, a guest a long time ago and she's so fascinating. She is everybody's go-to, isn't she? Well, uh, why don't you say more what you mean by that? Like everybody goes to, to SJ to find out, am I doing it right? Am I writing it right? How does this look? You know, cause her expertise is, is so incredible. Don't you think? Well, her expertise is incredible. The subjects that she writes about and that she really masters knowing about is incredible. Uh, I follow her on Facebook and just the photographs that she posts of life in New York, they're beautiful. She, mm -hmm. could, she could be doing that professionally if she, if she wanted, but we're very lucky that she wants to tell stories professionally. But Sarah, you are a mentor to so many also, starting with Sisters in Crime. Um, I know at the time you were you were writing your books, there was really um, there were no female writers or female characters, for that matter, that were nothing more than <laughs> victims, uh, you know, or tossaway characters. Tell me what you thought, what you were thinking when you founded Sisters in Crime. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this really started Hunter College in the spring of 1986, hosted the first ever conference on women in crime fiction, writers, readers, characters. And it was there that I started connecting with a lot of women who were doing something similar to what I was doing or had been doing it. I met Dorothy Salisbury Davis, who became a personal friend and a personal mentor. Um, so. I started hearing after that conference, I started hearing about the challenges a lot of women were facing with their work. You know, Sue Grafton and I published our first books in 1982, and we both were very fortunate to get well-reviewed right out of the gate. But I think, uh, sadly, Sue isn't with us, so I can't say, oh, would Sue agree? I don't know if she would, but we were writing Private Eyes. So that was perceived as something that was more in line with how men were writing maybe and so we were getting attention and it wasn't until I went to this Hunter College conference that I realized that most women crime writers were not getting the attention that we were. If they were writing books that weren't seen as interesting to men, no one cared about them and so Sisters really came out of that. I started hearing about so many episodes of discriminatory behavior and rude behavior of, of men to women at conferences or in publishing um, interactions. And, and sisters, uh, Florence Kennedy, the great civil rights lawyer, was one of my heroes, sheroes. And she said, don't agonize, organize. And I thought, okay, Ms. Kennedy, we'll just see whether we have enough agony that we're ready to organize, and sure enough, we were. How many chapters are there of Sisters in Crime now? Oh, gosh, I should be able to answer that. I didn't know this was going to be on the test, but there are... <laughs> it <laughs> there was a pop quiz. <laughs> there have to be at least 50, because I know there's at least one in every state, and a lot of states have, like California, you know, they have the Southern chapter, the Northern chapter, Orange mm -hmm. County chapter, so right. they're... There are there's like five chapters. chapters or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the online chapter that was started by, oh man, suddenly I'm drawing a blank. Can't think of her name. Wonderful writer who uh, 
she wrote books featuring Enrico Caruso and Geraldine Farrar, uh, the great soprano and tenor of the early 20th century. Oh, I remember who they were. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I can't yeah. think of the name either. <laughs> anyway, she started the online chapter, which were called Guppies. So uh, I love that. the early days, I think the current generation of women running sisters is extraordinary. They're they're tackling really difficult issues with with diversity and censorship and, and issues that are kind of in our face right now. But the excitement of the early days was so wonderful because it's like you'd wake up in the morning, you'd have an idea. Marilyn Wallace of Blessed Memory uh, started these anthologies of short stories by members. And it was just one thing after another, the creativity that was unleashed in the early days of Sisters for how to make our work more available and support each other. It was just great. Now, the mission for Sisters in Crime is very simple. I think I could be wrong, but isn't it to promote women crime fiction writers in, in a nutshell? Well, to promote women in the in the field. So we're because it's easier to support writers than it is to support editors, reviewers, publishers, readers. We've tended to focus more on that. But our, our goal is really to support women in all aspects of the crime writing field. Wow. Congratulations on being the honoree this year for the 2023 David Thompson Special Service Award. You really have provided extraordinary efforts to develop and promote the field of crime fiction, particularly for women. Um, I'm honored to know you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in California at BoucherCon 2023. Anybody want to give a shout out to Sarah Paretsky? Oh, I, I just think that uh, I'm really one of the people I'm really looking forward to seeing in San Diego is Tammy Keeler because she has run this wonderful auction site for um, uh, for animals. Yeah, for cats. Yeah. I know. Well, also the, the uh, turning Georgia blue, and maybe I shouldn't be talking politics on this site, but no, you can do whatever you want. Race car driving. I'm like, yes, I get to meet Tammy in person. We oh, Tammy and I have been talking on Facebook, and we're like planning a separate meetup just for that. You know, she's yeah. coming to the media room. Well, we absolutely want to meet so uh, in person and 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 chew the fat for a while. Excellent. Congratulations! It's an honor to know you, and I'm so happy that you've received this recognition. You very much deserve it, Sarah Paretsky. And I'll look forward to seeing you in San Diego. Thank you so much for being with me. And thank you, everybody, for listening. See you in San Diego.